Wrigley's Spearmint Gum presents The Howard Miller Show. And now here is the nation's celebrated disc jockey with music on records, Howard Miller. Thank you very much, Eddie. Thank you, Mr. J. from uh, WBBM. That's an affiliate station of this great network of ours, CBS across the country. And good morning to everyone, no matter or whoever you are, no matter where you are. We think that we've got a rather exciting next quarter hour for you because today, after we listen to a little bit of music, we're going to take you out to the Flamingo Hotel in exciting Las Vegas, Nevada, where you're going to have an opportunity of meeting, and we're going to have a chance to renew an acquaintanceship with one of show business's greatest personalities, Mr. Tony Martin. That comes just a little bit later. Right now, I think I'd like to expose to you, if we may please, a very fine record done by the McGuire sisters called Something's Gotta Give. Something's gotta give, something's gotta give, something's gotta give. When an irresistible force such as you needs an old immovable object like me. You can bet as sure as you live. Something's gotta give, something's gotta give, something's gotta give. When an irrepressible smile such as yours warms an old implacable heart such as mine. Don't say no because I insist Somewhere, somehow, someone's gonna be kissed So on guard Who knows what the fates have in store From their vast, mysterious sky I'll try hard Ignoring those lips I adore But how long can anyone try? Fight, 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 fight Fight it with all of our might Chances are some heavenly stars Spangle night We'll find out as sure as we live. Something's gotta give, something's gotta give, something's gotta give. Fight, fight, fight it with all of our might. Chances are some heavenly stars spangle night. We'll find out as sure as we live. Something's gotta give, something's gotta give, something's gotta give, something's gotta.
Those wonderful McGuire sisters and a great choral record called Something's Gotta Give. You know, every morning about this hour when we're playing records and talking to our guests scattered across the country, thousands and thousands of our good friends, the traveling salesmen, are riding the ribbons of concrete on the highways of this great nation. And to those gentlemen of travel who probably now are pacing themselves so they can get home for the weekend, let me suggest that you keep a package of Wrigley Spearman on hand always. You see, it helps keep people alert and wide awake. It helps to relieve drowsiness. And so it's a real help to you fellows behind the wheel. And of course, it's always delightfully pleasant and refreshing. I hope you'll think about it the very next time you stop in for a tank full of gas. You like Wrigley Spearman gum. Everyone does. Well, a moment ago, we said that out in Las Vegas, which is probably the capital of all the excitement of show business, there uh, is at the other end of the CBS line a gentleman by the name of Tony Martin. He needs absolutely no introduction, so we'll just say, Tony, how's everything out there at 8.45 in the morning? Just fine, Howie. I need some Wrigley Spearmint gum I, for that drowsiness you talked about. <laughs> <laughs> what time did you get to bed last night? Well, I didn't get to bed till about quarter to four. Uh-huh. And now it's just uh, quarter to nine out there. So you Quarter had... to nine out here, so I'm working to you with one eye open. <laughs> you had a fast four hours. I slept real fast. Tony, so many exciting things have happened to you uh, with this new movie contract and so forth that uh, I don't think there's enough time in the entire broadcast day for me to explore the possibilities of a swell interview with you. But there are a couple of things I first want to ask because I'm curious about Vegas. I've never been out there. Well, far you're... away. Yes, you're working the Hotel Flamingo. That's the Flamingo Room, huh? The Flamingo Room, the Hotel. Flamingo, the first uh, major hotel in this section of the country. Yes, how long have you been there, Tony? Well, I've never worked any other place. I've worked here 14 times. Is that right? And most of those engagements are what, of two weeks duration? Well, they used to be of two weeks, then they went to three. Now I do four weeks each time. You know. Tony, I I'm so curious about that city, uh, mainly because, of course, it's one of the last remaining frontiers of uh, excitement in the world of gambling, if we can use the expression. I guess You may we can. use the expression. <laughs> you should on the network. You should excuse the word. Uh, <laughs> what's the favorite game of the lady guests when they go out to the uh, gambling rooms at Vegas? I think blackjack holds down the fort with the ladies. The ladies like blackjack. They love to play blackjack, and uh, of course it varies. Sometimes you get a few that like to play roulette, but I'd, I'd say that uh, blackjack is the big game for the ladies. Uh -huh. Tony, I hate to be mundane to a point of being commercial, but um, what, what's the uh, size of wagers that you usually see around those tables out there? The average lady, when she's playing blackjack, uh, what does she play? Well, the least they can play for around the hotels up here is a dollar. Downtown in some of the places, they can play for ten cents or... A nickel or a penny or your keys to your car, if that's all you've got left. <laughs> they tell me they've got slot machines even in the, all the supermarkets. Yes, you can put in. If you get two cherries and a plum, you get one whole carton of Wrigley's chewing gum. <laughs> <laughs> well, that takes care of our second commercial on this show. Uh, well, I want to keep talking. <laughs> yeah, Tony, what's the favorite game of the men in the gambling places? I guess the crap table is the thing. Uh, the shooting the dice uh, oh. seems to have its great allure. And... Uh, it's wonderful to watch. I spent four weeks down here at a clip, and for the first two or three weeks, I'm fine. Then the last week kind of gets me a little bit. Well, I was going to say, if that's all you spend in Las Vegas, four weeks, well, you're all right. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people would like to do as well. What's, we what's... have a very interesting personality around the hotel named Abe Schiller. He's just made an Indian chief up in Calgary, that stampede they have up in Canada. Uh -huh. If you got any Canadian listeners on your show now, Howie? Yeah, yes, we do have. Well, we're very honored that he was singled out. His name is Abe Schiller, and he's sort of Mr. Las Vegas himself. He's the publicity head of our hotel, and he was just made an honorary Indian chief up there in the... In Calgary, Stampede. Will you give the chief my best regards? I certainly will. Tony, what's the biggest size wager you've ever seen made at a gambling table in Las Vegas? 
Well, I've seen a wager up to, uh, I've seen a $5,000 wager on the line and backing it up with 5,000 odds. You mean a $10,000 bet on one roll of the cubes? Yes, it was a number nine. Wow. And somebody made it. He made the point. Made the point, and then, uh, they paid him off five on the front and gave him the odds in the back, so it came to about, uh, oh, about, uh, $16,000 just for the one roll of the die. That's a fast way to make it, but equally fast to lose it. Equally fast to lose it. But I'll tell you something. There are many ways to play, and there's only one way you'll wind up. I've never seen a man that played the dice wind up with any money. You know these fabulous people you read about, like Nick the Greek and yes. Joe Bernstein, all these fellows? They, uh, they're all busted out, all of them. Uh-huh. Tony, I think one of the most exciting things that's that's happened to you is a thing that just thrilled me because a couple of months ago when you were here in Chicago and appeared on my television show in a little bit of an interview, you told me that your ambition was to do a straight dramatic role in Hollywood. And it wasn't 30 days later that I got word from an agent out in Hollywood that you had been signed to such a role. Will you tell me a little bit about it? Yes, it's Frontier Scouts. It's not a Davy Crockett picture, but it's a picture that takes place during the time of Custer, around 1875. There's some... Oh, Henry, repeating rifles had been smuggled away and sold to the Indians, and it was my job to uh, go out to this uh, Fort Reno, supposedly, and and find out who smuggled the rifles, which I do, and then they get me back in the cavalry, which I had quit, and I, I made a colonel in the cavalry, and I guess, uh, oh, I do a lot of horseback riding. I used to ride horse all the time, and then uh, I have to learn to shoot the guns pretty good. Yes. Who, who else is in the cast with you, Tony? Uh, John Bromfield, C. Aubrey Smith, and a girl named uh, Castle, Peggy Castle. Very good. Well, now, there's no music in this show whatsoever. No. We'll have a main screen title song. Uh-huh. Uh, we'll have a underscoring written by Sammy Kahn and Hal Bourne. Yes. But that's all there'll be. You must be tremendously thrilled by the possibility. Oh, yeah. I'm very happy about it. I'm letting my hair grow, and I have to apologize in front of the audiences here every night why I don't get a haircut. Yeah. She but had... it's a great throw. We're going up to Kanab, Utah. That's Kanab... where you shoot? Yeah, Kanab, Utah is the end, the uppermost end of this huge valley which extends down into Nevada itself. Uh-huh. Uh, the funny thing, uh, I said, the producer, I said, my gosh, can't we shoot in September? He said, why? I said, well, I hear it's 126 in the shade. He says, don't worry, Martin, you will never work in the shade. <laughs> you won't get that close to a tree, huh? Never. Tony, you've got a wonderful record going. I know that uh, you know, as well as the audience across the country, and I know that it's one of the best-selling records of the country right at the moment. It's this beautiful Italian song called Domani, which translated means tomorrow. Uh, you mind if I play it? I'd be more than pleased to play my record of it. Let's listen to it. Here's Mr. <laughs> Tony Martin, a great singer and a great guy, with his fine victory recording of Domani. <laughs> Maybe tomorrow night the sun will shine I'll change my name from Johnny to Giovanni If you will say Domani, you'll be mine Come to me, signorina from Of every swain from here to Swanee. If you will say, see, see to me, no money. 
your heart you'll break All your uncles and aunts and your mind pie and your paisani They all agree that we should wed the money That's Tony Martin with Damani, and Tony is still out there in Las Vegas, I presume. Tony, you didn't uh, wander away over to the gaming table, did you? No, I don't have any money. <laughs> I'm busted out. <laughs> Tony, I know that you're sitting there with a good mutual friend of ours. Do you want to introduce him? Yes, I'd like to, ladies and gentlemen of, of Howie Miller's uh, audience today. Uh, I have um, a young fellow on the show here with me who's created quite a stir along the strip flamingo. Uh, it's Jackie Cannon. I'd like him to say hello to all of you. Hi, and thank you very much, Tony. It's very, very nice of you. Say but something funny, Jackie. I yes. wish I could this time in the morning, Howie, honestly. <laughs> it, it must be pretty ridiculous for a comic to try to be funny until the sun goes down, isn't it? Well, sometimes you get a bright and early breakfast club date, you know. <laughs> you know, uh, Tony was very sweet in his introduction of you. I was going to say something about one of America's most brilliant young comedians because we saw you perform over here at the Shea Pre, and it was just tremendous. They're still talking about it. You know, you fellas are so nice to me this morning, I may get up like this every day. Send money, will you? <laughs> say, Howie. Yeah, I might as well uh, stay up all day. Why don't we just keep taking t the network? I I think we could tell a lot of stories. We had an interesting one this morning. Howard Hughes, the great tycoon, came in. He was playing the, the dice this morning. Is here. that right? Gee, yeah, I see our theme song is sneaking in, Tony. i got to sign off. Thanks an awful lot for the effort that you made to get thank up in the morning. You, and... I know it's an effort, and thank you, Jack. My best to your lovely wife, too, Howard. Thank you very, very much. And remember, everyone, one of the most delightful things about having delicious Wrigley chewing gum is that it always freshens your taste. This is Howard Miller for Over the Weekend. We'll be seeing you Monday, same time. Bye-bye, everyone. The music on the Howard Miller Show was transcribed. This is the CBS Radio Network.